When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. It's Friday the 13th. Tony, are you superstitious? I'm Tony Kornheiser. Not really, other than wearing the same pair of underpants every day. No, no superstition. Okay, that, that, that's just gross. That's not superstition. Really? That's yes. sloth. You don't change. I wash them occasionally in the sink. <laughs> you know, it's like Little House on the Prairie. I washed them in the sink. Oh, Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, Lamar Jackson clarifies his condition. Bill Belichick gets busy. And Kendrick Perkins joins us for five good minutes. But we begin today with Wild Card Weekend. There are six NFL games spread over three days. All of them are matchups that were already played at least once this season, twice in the cases of Miami, Buffalo, Baltimore, Cincinnati, and Seattle, San Francisco. Wilbon, which is the most compelling matchup on the board? Ah, Tony, this is easy for me. It was the last image we just saw on the screen, that video. It's Dallas-Tampa. I mean, you've got this situation. Now, first of all, you, you got Tom Brady, and that's going to give you a maximum amount of drama, particularly this year, as opposed to 10, 15, 20 years ago when he was some heavy favorite. Um, you got a situation where a lot of people are picking against Tampa at home in a playoff game, picking against Tom Brady, expecting them to lose. I don't know what the odds are. I don't care what Vegas says. But a lot of people think that Dallas is the better team. Dallas is the better team based on a full season. They are. And you got this whole Dak Prescott drama with him right. and his interceptions, although that storyline is overrated and overstated because half his interceptions, like six of them, lately out of the 14, were tipped or bobbled or fumbled away by a receiver. So that whole thing is just bogus junk that people can latch on to and have a storyline. But I like that game. I mean, that's a great primetime game that, that, that this yes. network has. I'm looking forward to that game more than the others. It's interesting because that's going to get the most eyeballs of any game all year because you have Dallas, which is the number one draw, and Tom Brady, the number one individual. You, you're right about that. I wasn't going to mention that because it's Monday. I was going to stick with the ones Saturday and Sunday. I'm going to eliminate the Buffalo game, the Cincinnati yep. game, the San Francisco game. Because I think they're going to win handily, and a couple of them w- might be very lopsided because Baltimore and Miami are starting second and third string quarterbacks. That leaves us with the Chargers-Jacksonville for a second. That's probably going to be the tightest game out there, but it doesn't interest me as much as the two others. The Minnesota Giants game interests me because Minnesota has a gaudy record, Mike. And they've won a lot of really close games. Well, when they've been in there against a good team, they've gotten slammed. They got Are the Giants up. a good team? Is Daniel Jones a good quarterback? Is Saquon Barkley healthy? And, and the other game that's out there, well, that yeah, the other game, because now I'm an idiot. Tampa, the other game yeah. is exactly what you were talking about. Tampa, it's, it's Tampa Bay against, yeah, against Dallas. So I take back that there were two other games I was interested in. It was only Just that one. one. But you know what I'd like to see? Just one game. I'm going to be brief on this. I want to see is Justin Herbert a really good quarterback, as everybody says, because he came in with Joe Burrow, and Joe Burrow is a really good quarterback. And yeah. I want to see if Minnesota's a fraud or they are for real. 
Okay. We Even if Minnesota wins, you're going to say there's still a fraud and you need another week. You're gonna, that's what you're going to do. And it's okay. By the way, it's okay to say to Minnesota, prove it again. It's all right. Lamar Jackson, who wish he could prove it this week, has clarified his condition. The Ravens quarterback took to Twitter last night to explain that his PCL sprain is more serious than originally believed and that he will not play in Sunday night's wildcard round game against the Bengals. Tone, does Jackson's clarification answer your questions? This is the first time Lamar Jackson has spoken at all about his injury. The Ravens speak about it all the time and make you think that he's day-to-day or week-to-week. And apparently this is not the case, right? I, my first question about this, Mike, is why is Lamar Jackson making this statement? Why aren't the Baltimore Ravens making a statement? And this seems an obvious clue that there is a rift there. And I'm going to cut to the chase right here. Our friend Jason Lockenfora, who knows more about football than just about everybody, who lives in Baltimore and follows the NFL, covers the NFL, was on my podcast this morning. He used this words to describe the relationship between the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson. Quote, it's over. He says it's done. They can franchise him if they want. And he said the only question that matters now is where will they trade him and how much will they get? That's Jason Lockett for. Yeah. What do you think of that? Well, Tony, this is not basketball. I mean, it's harder in pro football to force your way out. Now, the exceptions are great quarterbacks. But the Baltimore Ravens have built their whole operation around Lamar Jackson and the way he plays, yes, which have. is unique. Yes. And so you 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 yes. know you can't just transfer and say, well, let's slip this guy in and see how he works. Because there ain't anybody else who's gonna quite work the way that Lamar Jackson does. It's I got one for I gotta, you. I gotta I gotta think those I conversations are gonna extend to the Chicago Bears at some point. You bet. That's where I you bet. I, yeah. This is exactly yeah, I, this is what I want to ask you. Yeah. Would you trade if you ran the Bears? Would you trade Justin Fields and the number one? For Lamar Jackson, would you no, do it? I wouldn't. No, Tony. Um, Justin really? Fields, and I know Lamar Jackson no. is a rare talent. He's okay, a great but player. But it's two years in a row he's not out there. You know what I'm saying? I want a guy who's going to be out there. And by the way, if Justin Fields continues to play the way he's playing now, he won't be out there either. But I, no, I'm not. And Lamar Jackson, if this rift will develop with Baltimore, a place where they've been in the playoffs and like he's been an MVP, then how do I know to trust that in Chicago? I, I it's tempting. Ooh. You may change my mind okay. in six weeks as we get closer to the draft. You'll be thinking about and it. And my personal yeah. mock draft, as you know, the 1.0 edition will coming be out, out in March. I'm sure sometime coming in March, but March. right now, I don't think so. We turn now to some interesting internal movement within the Patriots. Normally the most circumspect of franchises, the Patriots announced that they will begin next week to interview for an offensive coordinator. In the wake of a poor offensive performance, they scored 17 fewer touchdowns this year than last year. They're making a big move, perhaps bringing somebody in from the outside. They're ending this insane experiment of Matt Patricia, a defensive guy calling plays, an experiment Bill Belichick invented and endorsed. Wilbon, what does this say? about Belichick's mindset. It doesn't say anything about his mindset. It says the same thing that it would say about any team that's in the dumpster as opposed to being king of the hill. When you're in the dumpster, 
Okay, and who look, they're a long way from being unable to sell tickets or any of that stuff. It's the Patriots, man. They've been great for a long time. But, Tony, for different reasons, you and I have lived through this. We live in a place where the team had a waiting list of 50,000 people for a couple of decades and they went in the dumpster and now they'll beg you. They will beg you to listen to them, to watch them, to watch their shows on TV, to buy their product and their jerseys and come buy their tickets. And when you go in the dumpster and New England has at least slipped on a banana peel and they're in a little bit of a free fall, having won only half their games and, 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 and been no factor. Even the New England Patriots have to go, well, you know right. what? Let's not be so high-handed right now. We can't afford to be that right now. And you, you start to talk to people. You start to try to make sense to other people. Bill Belichick is a 500 coach since Tom Brady left. Yep. Their offensive year was absolutely lost. These are some numbers that are fabulous. From one year to the next, their red zone efficiency, just from last year this year, not Brady, Last year, went from 11th to 32nd, DFL. Their third down production went from 10th to 27th. Their total first downs from 9th to 28th. And Bill Belichick has to own the fact that, as you say about Russell Wilson, you don't say it's his fault. Mac Jones took a step back, but he didn't have any coaching. He didn't right. have any coaching. Well, So you have to go out and you have to, you, you have to go get some coaching. One of the names mentioned, interestingly, is Cliff Kingsbury. I didn't know this. He was apparently a backup to Brady at one point. But if you go out there, and Dan Wetzel says this on Yahoo, this is what Nick Saban did when he brought in Lane Kiffin and he brought in Steve Sarkeesian. He changed the offense, he aired it out, and they've continued to win with a passing offense, which they didn't have before. Tony, Let's take I don't a break. know what's more up. surprising. Him explaining it, them talking about it publicly, explaining it, letting it out there, or actually doing it. I'm not sure which one of those two things is more surprising. We'll see if they do it. We'll see if they promote yeah. from within or from without. Does Steph Curry's return solve the Warriors' problems? We're going to ask Kendrick Perkins. We're also going to ask him if he likes the NBA having so many contenders. We're halfway through the season, Tone. A lot of teams out there can still win. It's possible that Belichick, because he's so friendly with Saban, Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. 
We're at the midway of the NBA season, which makes it a perfect time to bring in our great friend from NBA Today, a man who stands six foot ten, just like me, Mr. Kendrick Perkins. We will start with this, Perk. Damian Lillard had 50 points last night in a loss to Cleveland, 50. We have had so many high-scoring games. 50 doesn't even raise an eyebrow anymore. It's 50s three nights a week. As a player who was known for defense, how does this thing sit with you that everybody's scoring so many points? Well, well, to the fans, it's great, right? Because you get to see guys get into their bags and, and be able to showcase their skill set and the evolution of the game. But to, as, a, as a former player, it makes my damn skin crawl because defense <laughs> is good. all about effort. And I don't see guys fighting to get over screens. I don't see guys taking charges. I don't see guys getting deflections. All I see is is that you scored on me, we about to hurry up, get the ball out, and go score on you. And and it's like, it's, it's, it's where is that? So now I've, I've grown accustomed to it because I figured, hey, the game is not changing, but I hate every part of it. Tony, it's great to sit in the studio with Perk when he's upset about watching all this offense. It's great to sit next to him and watch (laughs) a little angst on that face. Perk, Steph Curry, of course, is back. Wiggins apparently is back. But the Warriors, are they, is that, does that solve everything, having those guys back on the floor now with half the season to go? No. And you know what's crazy? The Warriors, has lost, they lost to the Magic, the Pistons, the Suns without their best three players. And you know what everybody say? Oh, it's okay. They'll be just fine. No, they won't. But for the simple fact, yes, you trust Klay Thompson. And yes, you trust Steph Curry and Andrew Wiggins and Draymond Green. But people don't realize is that guys like Descano Anderson, Otto Porter Jr., along with uh, Damian Lee and Gary Payton II, were huge for them, right? So we don't know what's going on with Steve Kerr and James Wiseman, or do he trust James Wiseman? Moses Moody have not lived up to expectations. Jonathan Kaminga, he's not available right now, but he's been up and down. I don't trust the others, and unless they make a a, a, a trade to bring in some more role players to, to get more depth that's going to help them off the bench, no, the Warriors are not going to repeat this year. Perk, there's so much going on, and we're at the halfway point now. Usually by this time, we have a real good feeling of who the best team in the league is or who the best two or three are. We have a feeling about who, definitive feeling about who the MVP is or the leading candidate for MVP. We don't have that now. Like, who's your MVP of the week so far this week, and who's your best team as we go into the second half? Well, you know what? I'm going with Jokic and all-team whack body. He's representing for all the whack bodies across the world. We're talking about a guy, forget jumping on the curve. He can't even do a calf raise. But he's out here averaging a triple-double. He's out here giving people work. And you know what else? His team is winning, and he's making others around him better. And speaking of that team, the Denver Nuggets, they have the perfect team to go and compete for a title and actually win a title this year, especially if they uh, get home court advantage. I look at guys like Bruce Brown, along with Aaron Gordon, how he's playing right now, the championship pedigree and Caldwell Pope. Those guys have been phenomenal. And if they can stay healthy, along with getting home court advantage, I don't know a single team in the NBA that could beat them in a seven-game series. We'll get you out of here on this because I got to go practice if I can do a calf raise or not. 
Um, and I'm going to confess my prejudice in this. My prejudice is towards dynasties. Mm-hmm. I like teams that win year after year after year, and I like to see them win, and then I like to see them get knocked off. We have an NBA right now where there don't appear to be dynasties. There's a thousand contenders. Do you like the league this way? Wilbon seems to. Or do you like it when there's one or two teams where you go, I've identified them, I either want to see them win or I want to see them get beat? No, I love it the way it is right now. Because, look, all the superstars are healthy. All the teams, every team in, in the offseason has went got, you know, great players and added players. Like, you look at even the Malcolm Brogdon situation with the Boston Celtics. Like, teams went out this year and got better, right, for as they're upgrading their roster. So I like it because I like not being able to say, you know what, uh, it's, it's the Golden State Warriors, Steph and KD go take it again. No, I want to know who's going to come out of the Eastern Conference. I want to know who's the better duo out of Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, you know, Kevin Durant, and, and Kyrie Irving. Like, I want to see those matchups. So I'm looking forward to it. Good to hear, Thank Bert. you, Kendrick. We, got, we just smacked good Tony to, good down. Good to have you. Get that dynasty <laughs> talk out of here. Get that stuff out. It's good to have you back, big man. Thank y'all for having me as always, my brothers. Let's take one last break, but still to come, an update on Sean McVay's future with the Los Angeles Rams. And are the Lakers right that they deserve the foul call that might have won them that double overtime game against the Mavs last night? Spoiler alert, hell no. Tired of the Lakers whining. You're the Lakers. Stop. Win the game. And then you came back from 19 down. You played great. I mean, it was a great game. Uh, But stop. Stop whining. Please. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Happy time, people. Happy 26th birthday, Connor McDavid. The Edmonton Oilers captain and center leads the NHL in both goals, 35, and in assists, 44. Indeed, McDavid has finished first or second in points each of the seven years he's played in the league, except his rookie year when he only played 45 games. He was the number one first overall pick in the NHL draft 2015, and he justified it. Recently, The Athletic wrote a piece projecting McDavid would become the first player since Wayne Gretzky to score 2,000 points. McDavid and teammate Leon Dreisaitl are 1-2 in scoring this year. Last year, they went to the Western Conference Finals before losing to eventual Stanley Cup champ Colorado. Somehow, the Oilers are only eighth in the West this year, huh? He's a beast, Tony. There's no doubt about that. But how long is it going to take him to win four championships, which is what Gretzky did 
in that sweater, huh? How long is that going to take? That's, that's important, sure people. Hello? Not sure he'll ever do it. Happy anniversary, Tom Brady. On this day 10 years ago, Brady became the winningest quarterback in NFL postseason history when he threw for 344 yards and three touchdowns, and the Patriots beat Houston for Brady's 17th playoff win, one more than Joe Montana. Ten years later, Montana remains in second place, but the gap to Brady has widened. Brady now has 35 playoff wins, with 36 available to him Monday night against Dallas. Aaron Rodgers is the closest active quarterback to Brady, and he has 11 playoff wins. Patrick Mahomes has eight. Think about this. Brady is 19 ahead of the second-place guy, Montana. More than double Montana's 16. Nobody is ever going to catch Brady. This is Wilt scoring 100. This is unapproachable, Mike. Yet, if you had to play a game, a playoff game tonight, and your life was in the balance to save your own life, would you start Brady or Joe Montana? I'm expecting this to be a generational answer. I know what mine is. I would not start Skylar Thompson. I can say that declaratively. Happy trails to a potential ah, Lakers winning regulation. Gutless. At the end of regulation last night, with a score tied between the Lakers and Mavericks, the Lakers' Troy Brown Jr. shot a three that missed badly. Brown was defended by Tim Hardaway Jr., and the Lakers cried foul. Indeed, LeBron said, and I'm quoting here, that's a bleep and foul. That bleep is blatant, unquote. And Lakers coach Darvin Ham said a bit more genteelly, quote, it looked clear as day that it was a foul. After the no call, the game went into overtime, then double overtime, and Dallas won 119-115 behind Luka Doncic, getting 35 points, 14 rebounds, and 13 assists. It was Doncic's ninth 30-point triple-double the season. That's three more than the rest of the league combined. By the way, it looks like Hardaway gets part ball, part brown. Yeah, I watched it live. I thought it was a foul, so I sort of agree with the Lakers, even though I'm tweaking them. Well, you know, it wasn't a foul. Doncic extending the game twice, overtime and second overtime, with threes from the same spot. I mean, seriously, I don't want to hear the whining. Defend Doncic. Of course, nobody can really defend Doncic. Unbelievable. They can. He's that good. He's that good. An apparent happy trails to Sean McVay leaving the Rams. Diana Rossini of ESPN is reporting that McVay has told members of the Rams organization he will be staying on as head coach. McVay floated the idea of leaving after the Rams went 5-12 this season in what he called a professional failure. All of this is unusual because McVay is just 36 and signed a big extension after the Rams won last season's Super Bowl. Can he get all of his assistants back that he told they could look for new jobs? I'm just wondering. Uh, let's go to the big finish. In let's women's do it. college hoops tonight, number two Stanford, visit your girl at number eight UCLA. Who you got? Uh, Kiki Rice, UCLA, a family like, like a family member. Come on now, you know who I got all year, forever. I Patrick know. Mahomes got 49 in the 51st place votes for first team all for quarterback. Wow, doesn't that surprise you? It does. Jalen Hurts had a great year. He had an MVP year. This uh, Mahomes is the best, but I'm surprised. Sauce Gardner, your boy in the Jets, yeah. is the first rookie corner since Ronnie Lott to make first team all pro. You're impressed, right? That's a magical name defensively. Ronnie Lott wearing a gold jacket, baby. That's 40 years ago plus. Bruins lost in regulation at home for the first time this season. That's a wild two, isn't it? Halfway through the season, they've only lost once in regulation at home. Come on. Yeah. Last one, yeah. men's college hoops tomorrow. Kentucky visits number five, Tennessee. Will Cal turn things around? Not yet, Tony. I think Tennessee will wind up winning that game. 
We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time. Shout out to Greg Cody. He won the bet. I'm Mike Wilbon. Have a great weekend, Knuckleheads. Check out the NBA Countdown Show tonight at 7 Eastern and again tomorrow, 1230 Eastern on ABC. Tony, I'm taking Montana. I- I'm just saying. I'm just, I-, I know it's That's I- okay. Montana. No, uh, it's fine. Chris Cody lost the bet.